You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Authors Up. We are so glad that you have joined us uh, this Sunday evening. We are very, very happy to have a guest on tonight. We've got a, I'm not going to say a surprise, but we have some information that we want to share to pull the writer out of each of you who is on the line tonight. So we're going to go ahead and get Started, and I'm going to let my co-host welcome you on board tonight. Ruth, are you there? You want to welcome our listeners? I am here. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad to have all our listeners uh, on board listening. And what about you, Victoria? You got something you want to say to our listeners tonight? Well, I'm glad, as always, to be here with our listeners and with my bronze girls. No place like authors up. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, we have um we usually start our program with our weekend review, but we're gonna forego that tonight because we have some information that we need to share with you. You know, we have um we periodically will do my time story time and it's been a great joy to do that, but um we we kinda tweaked it a little bit. We had some uh <laughs> some listeners from our last um episode, we got together on a Zoom and kind of talked through some some things about that, that writing process and their ending to the story that we did, which was Mama's House. That one was Mama's House. Well, we have a new one coming up, and I'm going to ask Ruth to pop on in here and tell you a little bit about what we got going on with My Time Story Time. Absolutely. So this time, like you said, Andrea, that we're going to tweak it a little bit. Last time we just, you know, pretty much just gave you a 
topic, a theme, and said, have at it. Well, this one's a little more, um, what's the correct word for it? Targeted, I think I would say. So <laughs> we, so we, we have our theme. Our story is, you know, it's going to be titled Flight 325. It's post-pandemic. You know, travel and social distancing has been limited. They're at, uh, we have three people at an airport. They're making small talk, waiting to board the plane, and then the flight is delayed. So, you know, the conversation starts small, but the, it turns it towards pandemic and very transparent exchange takes place. And we're looking for um, three people who want to join us, who want to write three specific profiles. One is for a frontline worker. One is for a parent with children. They were working from home, school from home, all of that. And then the person dealing with grief. So, you know, if you are interested in writing out a profile for us, if you're interested in, you know, joining us on this writing challenge, um, send us an email at authorsup at gmail.com and let us know which one you would like to fill out. So obviously it's first come, first serve. We can't have three frontline workers or two, <laughs> you know, parents. It would make, obviously it would make an interesting conversation, but, you know, we're, we're looking to broaden it out a little bit, but if you are interested in joining us, just go, go ahead and send us an email, authorsup at gmail.com, and let us know which um, profile you'd like to fill out. So uh, we'll send it right on over. And if you could have that back to us by March 15th, that will enable us to write the story that you guys put together, and we'll air it next month. So okay. I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to it. You guys always give us a challenge when it comes to these writing profiles, as we found out last time. So, oh, um, boy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and I'm always up for a challenge, especially in this area. So I, I'm, I'm okay. looking forward to it. Yep. And, again, that's authorsup at gmail.com. And let us know if you want to write a profile for the frontline worker, for the parent with children, during the pandemic or for the person dealing with grief. And that's right. by March 15th. But until then, we have a great show planned for tonight. Isn't that right, Andrea? Yes, we do, Miss <laughs> Ruth. Yes, we do. <laughs> Our guest tonight is LaShonda Renee Wofford, author of Pain Equals Purpose. I suffered, I learned. I grew. Now, LaShonda was born to George and Beverly Williams in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and has been happily married to her wonderful husband, Travis Wofford, for 11 years. She is the proud mother of two, one biological daughter and one son, whom she and her husband have raised since the age of six. She is also a proud grandmother of one grandson, Cameron Jackson Walker, six years old. LaShonda and her family are faithful members of Grace AME Zion Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. In addition to her family's long-standing church membership, she has actively led the praise and worship team and sang in multiple church choirs. LaShonda is currently pursuing a degree as a registered respiratory therapist while running the while running the day-to-day -day operations of Aikens 
Helping Hands. Yes, uh, Aiken's Helping Hands is a private, family-owned business that provides in-home care to the elderly and individuals battling illnesses that require hands-on assistance with activities of daily living. LaShonda is the CEO administrator, and her husband is the CEO of Aikens, where they've been serving their own community and surrounding communities since 2015. In addition to Aikens, LaShonda is the founder of Grace Community Outreach Incorporated. Grace is a nonprofit organization that helps feed and clothe the less fortunate, provides support for victims of child sexual abuse and their families, as well as provide support to individuals battling with cancer. Through these organizations, LaShonda has been able to really fulfill her purpose in life. She says that she is honored and thankful to God for choosing her for such a task. She says, and I quote, people often feel like we are helping so many people, but the reality is that serving people in these different capacities has been such a blessing to me and my family. We don't take any of it for granted. I look forward to bigger and better in the years to come. Not only is LaShonda a number one best-selling author, she is also an international speaker and the mastermind behind the Affirmation Collection, which was launched in July of 2020. Keep an eye out for the next volume of Pain Equals Purpose, Living Out My Purpose. But right now, help me welcome LaShonda Renee Walker. Welcome, Renee, Mm -hmm. LaShonda. Welcome, welcome, yeah. Drum roll, three snaps. Hearts up, hearts up. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. You are welcome. welcome. We are so glad to have you here tonight. Um, So we are, uh, we just talked about who you are, and we're going to go in a little more in depth in that. But um, we want to talk to you about your book, Pain Equals Purpose. Um, this is not a subject that most people want to talk about. I mean, we want the purpose, but we don't really want the pain. I don't think anybody does. But, you know, obviously that, that, is, you know, that has been your experience, and I think that you eloquently, you know, put it, you know, wrote a book about it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? Yes, ma'am. Um, I would love to. Um... Can I just take a minute to just say thank you guys for inviting me um, to share my story and talk about my book on your platform? Oh, oh absolutely. I appreciate it. I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Um, but, yes, ma'am, um, pain equals purpose. Um, it's exactly what it says. Um, and you're absolutely correct when you say a lot of people don't want to talk about the pain um, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. Um, and I was, I was that person. Um, but God had given me the vision for the book years ago. Um, after I went through the healing process from all the things that I've gone through, um, he told me to write the book, and I did not write the book when he told me. Um, I was reluctant because I was scared. Um, of what people might think, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to do to be so vulnerable 
um, and to just lay it all out on the line. Um, but God made it real plain and clear to me that it was not my choice. Um, he, I mean, it was like he was in my living room with me and said, you don't have a choice. It's not about you. Um, mm. And so at that moment, I started having, like, flashbacks of the things that I've gone through. And I was reminded that what I went through, I was only used to go through it, but it was not for me. It was for someone else. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I had no other choice at that point. I went ahead and wrote the book, um, and I, I decided that, if I'm going to tell the story, I have to tell it in its full fullness, not the parts that's pretty, not that mm-hmm. I could not skip any part of the story. It was very important for me to hit every pain point um, so that I could reach those people who were in those dark places that God delivered me from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did your... Um I mean, you you were very transparent in the book, and I, I'll be honest. There were some points where I found myself wondering if I could be that transparent had I gone through that. Um, how did your family? I mean, what was that process like for you, and how did your family feel about you writing the book? Um, well, for for me, the very first person that I shared my vision with was my daughter because I didn't go through this alone, as you can tell from my book. She went through everything that I went through. She went through it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like we went through it together. So I wanted to let her know, and I I needed her to be okay with me sharing Mm -hmm. our story. I should say our story because it's not just my story. Um, And when she looked at me and said, why haven't you been wrote a book? <laughs> That's what she said. Mommy, you should have been wrote the book. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, wow. okay, I need you to understand that I'm not leaving anything out at all. Mm-hmm. Those bad, bad times that we went through, that is what I'm going to share. And she said, I'm fine with it. Um, she wow. said, I, I, I understand what you say. All these years, and you've been saying it's not about it's not about you. She says it's not about us. There's other people mm-hmm. that need to hear this story. Um, mm. And so from there, I talked to my husband, and of course he was on board. Um, it took a little bit more convincing for my mom because, you know, she's from the old school and that mm-hmm. generation where what stays in my house. What goes on in my mm-hmm. house stays in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I, 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 once I explained it to her that this is not something that I just decided that I, LaShonda, wanted to do. It's something that I have to do. And I told her, I said, this, I, I was chosen to go through this, and this is what God told me I need to do. Um, and so I told her, I said, just think about it like this. With the stories that I'm holding inside, the things that I've gone through and was able to overcome, 
how would you feel if that could prevent it from happening to somebody else, that same pain that we mm-hmm. felt, or help pull them out of that dark place where I was, and that put a different light on it for her. And so mm-hmm. she was all for it. Um, my sister and my niece, you know, they're, they're, they're always, you know, they believe in sharing what you've gone through, too. Just um, I would have to be the one to tell it because my sister's like, I'll support you however you want to tell your story. I commend you because I'm not that brave. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And that after those were the only people that I, I felt like I needed to talk to before, you know, I wrote the book and it was actually published because a lot of the things my parents didn't even know in great detail, every single thing. So I knew it would be a lot that they would be learning in reading the book. Mm-hmm. So how was it? How was it received by them when they finally read it? They loved it. Um, my mom, of course, was emotional um, to right. find out the degree of what we actually went through. Um, right. But she said that she was grateful because we overcame. Um, she said, "I don't think I could have been that strong. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know." if I would have been able to see my way out of something like that. So, um, wow. But they, they, they received it really, really well. They're, they're proud of it. Um, and now every time I turn around, they're sharing it. Um, my sister works (laughs) in the hospital and she's given, she's given copies away to patients that she, um, deal with in the hospital who may be down or, um, Mm-hmm. experiencing a traumatic experience in their life, she mm-hmm. uses yeah. the book and my story to inspire others. Um, it, it's been great. I'm, I'm just so grateful. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. That's usually the part we don't see when we're told to do something. So I know, you know, it, it's not easy to write about, you know, the stuff that you did. And I, I do applaud you for doing that because, like I said, that's that's just not an easy thing to do. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. You've published before. You've written an anthology. How is the process different from that book to this book? So with the anthology project, um, it was a great experience, but of course it was myself and nine other women. Um, and mm-hmm. so with that, I really didn't have to go into detail like I did with this one, although I was transparent um, when writing my chapter because I really feel like the things that we go through, and I know I said it before, but I believe this wholeheartedly, they're not for us. They're for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So when I wrote the, my chapter in the anthology project, um, just talking about my journey to entrepreneurship, it was just to inspire and encourage future entrepreneurs because it's not going to be easy. Like, we get excited about our vision, but, and we expect those ones close to us to get excited, but they can't. They, they, they can't because they can't see it the way we see it because God mm-hmm. gave it to us and not them. So right. that was what I shared in that one. And then from 
pain equals purpose, this writing experience was totally different from that one because I I had to dig deep to be really transparent with the topics that I feel are not talked about enough. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like they're brushed under the rug and there's a lot of people suffering in silence, um, not knowing that they're not alone. Um, but I enjoyed the writing process. It was actually uh, therapeutic for me. Um, and I found in writing this book that certain parts of it, just because it, it makes me emotional does not mean that I'm not healed. It just makes me human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. That is beautiful. That's very good. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going to turn you over to uh, my co-host, Andrea, and she's going to continue the interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like um, like Ruth and, and Victoria have said, LaShonda, I echo their feelings. And I, I commend you. Uh, I commend you because we say all the time that everybody has a story, it just depends on whether or not they're willing to tell it. And every story is not just your story. Um, it becomes your daughter's story, your mom's story, you know, the family members, those who went through uh, some of this ordeal with you. And it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of courage um, to be able to come forward in in spite of uh, what anybody else may think. But I think you just positioned it so well in terms of doing what it was uh, God wanted you to do and what he told you to do. Um, So I just, I could not put it down, I will tell (laughs) you that. Uh, I, I read and I, I kept saying to myself, okay, this is, this is going to get better in a minute. This is going to get better in a minute. <laughs> Something else is going to happen here. Um, so I, I was just um, curious to know, when you got out of, of the situation um, that dealt with the, the in-home care, um, because I, I had worked with an agency where we specialized in uh, dealing with uh, clients who were on ventilators and, and in situations similar to um, to David's, but it's so hard having people in your home like that um, when you have 24-hour care and things like that going on. Did you ever when it was coming to the end of that, did you ever think that you would be able to truly be free of this without having to divulge uh, what was really going on in the home? Um, I would have to say I I, I didn't think about that at the time. Um, Okay. I, I didn't. Um, at that time, I, all I was thinking about was, you know, what I had to do for him from day to day, um, mm-hmm. and then for my daughter. Mhm. Mhm. And and the court. I wanted to ask you about the the court situation. Did 
it's I don't want to say too much, but did any of that surprise you when it came to to his appearance in court? Did any of that surprise you? I'm I'm trying to because there's two appearance. Are you talking about the appearance with the offender or the yes? Appearance? Okay, with the offender. Um, mm-hmm. It 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 did surprise me. Um, it really did, and and I, I that situation um, is really opened my eyes to our ju- judicial system. Um, I, I was completely blown away. Hmm. 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 If you had to. Um if you had to and and it's there there's so much in the book and there I'm hesitating because I don't want to to uh I want everybody to have the experience to read it without knowing too much okay. you know about it so that's why I'm really really hesitating a little bit here but if you had to um of of all that you went through and all that you had to endure and all that you learned um, with your daughter and things that were exposed to you, if you had to have one message or two messages that you want to give to people who may be in similar situations, what, what are the kinds of things you would tell them? What would you say? Um, the the first thing I would say, um, as far as a parent, um, I would definitely say trust your tuition, intuition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is because some people may not get, you know, a certain feeling about a situation or a person, um, so they may find themselves in the situation. But I would say don't blame yourself to the parents, um, mm-hmm. and also make sure that you position yourself so that you can be there to support your child in whatever capacity that they need you to, um, and that could change from day to day as they're trying to sort out, you know, the feelings and work through, you know, what has happened themselves. Um, and then for the child that may be going through it, um, don't be afraid to to speak out and let somebody know. Um, Even if it's not your parent, somebody that you're close to, get yourself some help. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in that situation. And I would like them to know that it's not their fault either. They didn't do anything Mm -hmm. wrong, and they don't deserve it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, when you say that pain equals purpose, I suffered, I learned, I grew. That Mm -hmm. certainly, certainly does describe um, what happened through this journey, uh, this journey of yours. It's a story, listeners, of, of love. It is a story of abuse, and it's a story of fear, and it's a story of pain on a number of levels. But... There is definitely a place of purpose in it. And I tell you, uh, LaShonda, mm-hmm. we, we are grateful 
to have you on the program tonight. And, and I'm going to turn you over to um, Victoria because Victoria knows that I want to say her line, but I'm going to leave it to her to say, and you'll understand when she tells you what it is. So, <laughs> Victoria, go ahead. All right, all right. Well, I, um, I love your book. Uh, it, it touched me on a number of different uh, of not, yeah a number of different um, areas, and um, but you know, well we know that on the show we always talk about how transparency is definitely a, the key to healing, and so I too commend you for um, being transparent because you know in, in my writing side I try to be transparent about what I'm going through because I know it's going to help somebody else, and you you really put put together a book that did that because it helped me. I'm telling you, as I was reading it, well, what I love about the book is that even through all that you went through, at the end, there is victory. And um, um, could you just talk a little bit about the victory that you found through doing this? Yes, I can. Um, So the victory that I found in this is going through the experience with David, which is my first husband, um, Mm -hmm. that's where I developed my passion um, for home care. Um, Mm -hmm. I developed a passion and a love for um, just caring for other people in a capacity that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to even learn about. Um, And um, developing my home care agency from that situation. Um, mm-hmm. And so every day that I, I wake up and um, whether it's a phone call from a potential client or um, a phone call from a client, I consider that to be an honor um, because I get to take all of that passion and that love and I get to give it to my clients every day. Um, each and every day because the clients that we serve and their families, they want and deserve the same thing that I wanted for David when he was living. Um, Mm -hmm. And even though he's not here, I still get to live out part of my purpose for that because I feel like I had to go through all of that so that I can help the families who was mm-hmm. in the place that I once was. And mm-hmm. I will never forget any of the things that I went through. Um, I can't forget it because that's a part of who I am um, mm-hmm. even now. And so the the thing that I love the most is when I get a phone call from somebody interested in getting our services, I schedule an appointment and I go sit down with that family, and I talk to them, I meet them, um, and I just, and I love every time that I get the opportunity to do that um, because I, I know what that feels like, and I know mm-hmm. how frustrating the whole process can be, and I want to just be what I needed when David was living. Um, and not only do I get to live out my purpose, but my daughter is a registered nurse. Um, mm. 
and she told me, we were just talking about it the other day because we had some, she's actually the registered nurse, one of them, for our agency. So mm-hmm. um, she, we were talking on the way back as we came back from doing assessments um, and admissions, and she says um, she's glad that she saw me go through everything I went through with her dad because that's why she became a nurse um, wow. because she wants to help. She wants to do what she saw me do for her dad. Um, and so, like I said, for me, it was all worth it um, because not only did I find my purpose, she found hers. Um, yeah. And we deal with, yeah. you know, and that's just, that that is what fuels us every day, every day that that fuels us. Um, and as far as the book, that has been a blessing to so many people. I've gotten so many inboxes, emails from yes, so many people. Some I know, some I don't know. Um, but mm-hmm. it has blessed them. Um, they, you know, they're comfortable now talking about what they went through. Um, so that has been a blessing as well. I have no complaints because my pain definitely did equal purpose. Amen. I, 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 um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm just like smiling, which you can't see, but I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I could, I got to listen to her talk all day because that is it's just amazing to me, and it's beautiful how God can take our pain and turn it into purpose. And your story is just, you know, a living example. And I hope our listeners, you know, really can feel what what I'm feeling and that we're all feeling, that, um, you know, just to be able to talk to someone who is able to stand, and I'm going to keep saying victory, stand victorious through all that you've been through. And um, I'm a mother of um, three daughters, and your relationship with your daughter um, really, really struck home to me. And um, in Chapter 10, when you talk about, you know, God would not let you die, and um, you say, watching my daughter struggle to deal with and process everything that happened to her because of me made waking up each day unbearable. But once I was able to accept responsibility for the part I played, to accept God's forgiveness, and most of all, forgive myself, things got a little better. And, you know, as parents, you know, we're all, you know, we're all mothers on this line. And sometimes we just, you know, we, we, we feel bad because we don't give it right, get it right sometimes. And could you just um, speak to us a little bit about that, how that worked out for you? Yes, um, I definitely can. Um, so, yeah, the guilt weighed on me heavily. Um, because mm-hmm. I felt like, as you just stated, my actions or my karma came back mm-hmm. and my baby had to pay for what I chose right. to do. Um, right. And so that that was hard to deal with. Um, but we had, me and my daughter had, you know, a conversation, a truth moment. So earlier in the conversation when I said, allow um, the children to express themselves and, and we just have mm-hmm. to support them in whatever capacity that they need. That is what mm-hmm. I meant by that because I had to allow her 
not that she was disrespectful or anything like mm-hmm. that. She didn't hit me or anything like that. But I had to mm-hmm. allow her to tell me exactly how she felt. Um, mm-hmm. And and then also, you know, as she maybe one day she's not in the mood to talk to me or, you know, want to be around me because she's still dealing with trying to yes. deal with all these different feelings and emotions. I had to suck it up and just, you know, mm-hmm. allow her to go through those things because, again, I put her in harm's way. Um, and I was so blinded to that because I was in my own in my own world, I should say, to where I didn't even realize I was I had put her in harm's way. Wow. Um, so once, you know, we was able to work through that, it became a lot easier and her actual actually letting me know that she forgave me and she didn't blame me, that is what really made it easier for me to, you know, feel like I could breathe and, and put one foot in front of the other to try to, you know, make steps and strides to get myself in a better headspace. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, listeners, I tell you, <laughs> this book, you got to get the book. You know, that that's there my tagline. Get, get, the book, get the book, get the book, get the book. There are so many things in this book, and I tell you, I, I'm telling you, I got a little knot in my um, throat, but I am not going to cry. I'm not going to cry tonight. <laughs> but it really has been a blessing. It is a blessed book. And you got to get it because, you know, it's only as we tell our stories that we're helping other people, and and we try here on Authors Up to to be sure that we do that. You know, we feature authors who have a story to tell that's meaningful. And I tell you, in this pandemic age, we just need we need stories of hope and survival and of victory, because you know we're all surviving and just trying to make it here. So, oh, I just please just tell our listeners where they can get your book and how they can connect with you if they want to. Okay, so um, you can get my book off Amazon, um, and you can connect with me. Your listeners can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, as just my name, LaShonda Walford. All right, all right. Well, we thank you again for coming to be with us. We're going to change gears just a little bit, but hang out with us a little bit uh, longer, and we're going to turn to Ruth. Um, who has a tip for us tonight. Absolutely. So tonight we're going to talk about finding your voice as a writer. So as a publisher, what I often see is that people write the way they talk, which does not always translate well onto the written page. So, you know, for example, (laughs) if I, um, you know, if I'm unsure of myself and um, I'm like not sure of what to say and I go around the top, that's going to get old really quick and you're going to turn off your reader. So as you begin your writing process, I would recommend finding your writing voice, you know, finding that unique style in which you write. And this is what makes your writing uniquely yours. So, you know, you can go through some exercises to, you know, find your voice. Start by describing yourself. Is that how you talk? Are you snarky? Are you sarcastic? Are you honest? You know, are you blunt? Um, 
Think about your favorite authors, if you have any. Examine their works. What is it about their works that you like? Like, I will give you an example. I enjoy Stephen King's stories, but he's a little too winded for me, so I find it difficult Mm. to read his um, books because they're just so long and so descriptive. So, you know, that, but that is his writing style. Ask other people, what's my voice? What do I sound like? Take notes on the answers that you get. Um, another one, free write. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Just go night, nuts. Write in a way that's most comfortable to you without editing, and then go back and read it and ask yourself, is this, you know, can you publish this? How would other people read it? Um, pay attention to how you're feeling. How do you feel before you publish? Are you afraid, nervous, worried? Good, because you're on the right track. If you're completely calm, then you probably aren't being vulnerable enough. You know, just try some, writing something dangerous, something that's a little more you, you know, a little transparent. Fear can be good in this respect because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Um, once you found your voice, make sure you develop it. You know, continue doing the writing exercises like we've been talking about. You, what's going to set you apart from other authors is your voice. That's something that is completely special to you, and that's your unique way of telling the story that you are telling, and that's what's going to draw readers to your books. And that's it. All right, all right. Andrea, do you have any um, anything else you want to share with us tonight? Nope. <laughs> okay. It doesn't Thank seem you. like me at all, right? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem like my voice. Does that mean my what? Voice? <laughs> nope, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> I, I just am, am so grateful. I was just sitting here just thinking about uh, thinking about your book, Lashana, and I and I see that you have a next volume coming out, and and I really hope that when you are finished with that, that you would consider coming back and sharing with us again, um, because yes. it is this has been quite an experience. Um, I think that you are extremely courageous. Um, you have uh, uh, there's such compassion in you. There has to be uh, to be able to have been the caregiver that you were to David. And, and it's, that is definitely not an easy place to be, but God equips us to do the things that he uh, wants us to do so that he can use us to fulfill purpose. So I thank you so much, so much for being with us tonight and having the courage to even write um, pain equals purpose. So thank you again for being here. Um, uh, Ruth or Victoria, did you have any uh, closing comments to make before we go out? Ruth? I just wanted to remind our listeners, we've got the uh, My Time Story Time. Um, be, you know, go ahead, send us an email with the uh, profile that you would like to fill out either the parent with the children working from home, the frontline worker, or the person dealing with grief, and just get it back to us on, by the 15th. And that's authorsup at gmail.com. All right. And I just want to thank, thank Shonda for coming tonight and also uh, encourage our listeners 
I hope that what you've heard tonight will encourage you to have courage not to quit. Keep pressing. And um, we love you. And on Saturday evening at 7 p.m., we will do a replay of this program. So if you if you missed it tonight and somebody's told you about it, if you were on tonight and want to share this with someone else so that they would be uh, encouraged to get the book, be sure to <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know we will be right back here. We are here every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up.